Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 125 of Justified Pursuit. Great to be here with you. Uh, good to see the good counselor himself, Chisholm Cook, as well. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm wonderful. Getting a little bit of rain. Still just won't rain rain. Like it need it to pour for like a day. And this is like for like four days. The forecast has been greater than 50% chance. And if we've gotten like a tenth of an inch cumulative, that's been it. Yeah. But uh, I think it may be coming tomorrow. Other parts of the area are getting soaked, it looks like. So that's good. It's been raining a lot here. I don't know how with climate change and everything. But yeah, we've gotten a lot of rain. That's California's out that's, of a drought. I don't understand it. It's called climate change. Sometimes it rains a lot and sometimes it doesn't. And that is bad. And that's the you way it's always it. been. Right. It's because of cars. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, dude. That just made me think of this ridiculous thing I saw this week. And it got bipartisan support in our Texas house. They are proposing. And I don't know if it's because there's more electric vehicles and so they're not taxing enough gasoline. They're proposing a mileage tax, Chisholm, for the state of Texas. So they will tax you for every mile that you drive. Okay, that's pretty crappy on the surface level. How are they going to track it? Well, they're going to put a tracking device in your vehicle. You're looking it up right now. You're like, this can't be true. It is true. It's just been proposed, though, at this point. It is. It's not. It hasn't. This is in Texas specifically. Mm-hmm. They're looking for. They're looking to come up with $10 billion to fund transportation infrastructure is the deal. So we didn't even get through the greetings, and you just hit, hit something. Okay, like, wait. Time out. Wait. Telling you the truth, I've I've read it. Yeah, I know, but it says that that would be an alternative. Okay, first of all, it says this bill seeks to assess the feasibility, right? Right. So it's going to be basically like a government handout to some. It's going to be a pilot program, but we know what pilot programs are. Right, but to to assess user fees as an alternative to the motor fuels tax. So if I'm reading that correctly, they'll take the taxes off the fuel and charge you by the mile instead? To be honest with you, I don't care because I don't want a tracking device in my vehicle. I don't either, but let's but just make but, sure but, we know what we're talking but about. Well, okay. But a pilot program is basically, yeah. can we so, put right. tracking devices in people's cars and get away with it? And Replace them? the current gas tax with a mileage tax. Okay, there you um, go. But yes, I'm with you. I don't want, I don't even let my company track my i've got my own vehicle and i don't i could i could get i could get mileage reimbursement if i wanted but that would require tracking my vehicle and i could get a company truck but that would no i don't want any of that mm-hmm. nope 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 yeah 100 um yeah of course, uh, you know we say all that dude but this stupid thing in our pockets tracking where we go anyway well, so. and that's what the politician said if you keep reading it he said don't act like we're not already being tracked anyway so why does it really matter? That was his justification of it. I'm like, it's screw you. But this is the first. This certainly makes it easier to, like, you know, use that in your social credit score, right? Oh, mm. you drove X number of miles, so now you can't buy beef because your carbon footprint is too big, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's important to understand and question it. It is also important to note it wouldn't be apparently a new tax, although the net effect for any given driver could be that you pay more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess depending on what kind of mileage you get. Um, but they couldn't. So here's the thing, though: if they bad. went with it, they would have to put a tracking device in every vehicle. Every vehicle. 
because you can't just still have, well, this person's going to only do the sales tax option, the fuel tax, but no, this person over here is opting for the mileage because if you go pay at the pump, you either, everyone's paying for it or they aren't. Or maybe they have some way of saying, oh, you have a tracker. You don't have to pay a tax when you fill up. I don't know. Seems like the end goal. Whoa, for- dude. How much? Pro- oh, man. I did see some Republican. This is a Democrat initiative. I told which- you bipartisan support. Right. I know. The proposed legislation also allows for pricing to vary based on the time of driving, type of public highway, proximity to transit, transit. Like, I guess, mm-hmm. like, are you driving instead of taking the bus? Right. Vehicle fuel efficiency, participation in car sharing or pooling, or the income of the driver. This means that those that can afford to pay more will be charged a higher mileage tax. I knew there was more bad stuff in there. So I'm glad you kept reading. So the whole thing's freaking asinine. It's, oh, it's just like the, if yep. you have good Required. credit, you're going to pay more for your house. Because you're a good person that pays your bills. Yeah, so did you, you know that in more. California they've got a proposal right now to uh, basically charge you more on your electrical bill if you've got the, uh, an income over X, per, X number or whatever? Well, of course, because... Dude, Have you heard about that? Yes, yeah, because they've got to just, pay like $300 billion in reparations to people that never had slaves in their state. Yeah. It's awesome. Charles in charge left California this week, or said he was. I don't know if you saw that. Scott Bayo. I watched the hell out of Charles in charge when I was a kid. But uh, he said that the homelessness and absurd taxes have finally, after 45 years, caused him to leave. And do you know the reaction on social media? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You should have stayed here and helped fix the problem. Like, how are you? You can't fix the homelessness problem. Like, like it's his fault. Like, I think he's moving to Florida. Good choice. That's the way it is. I mean, that's why Joe Rogan left. Yep, it is. Screw tape letters. See if that's going to help us any. Yeah, Screw tape letters. You, we talked about it on last week's show, and you encouraged some of the kids that you mentor at the church to read it. I did. Yeah. Um, So we recorded, I think, on a Tuesday. Uh, Okay, okay, right. So you and I talked. You're asking, you're teeing this up so I can share how that went. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I had to repiece. Way to take a prompt together last week's <laughs> uh, events. Right. So I did. We talked about it uh, a little bit. Um, two of the boys in our high school youth group uh, took us up on it. One of it, one of them really got after it. The other one was like, I saw him on Sunday and he was like, I've read a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, or I think he said he was listening to it. But anyway, it was really cool because the young man that had finished it by last, he read it in a week. Um, he's better than us because I didn't read it this week. Yeah, we regrouped uh, last Wednesday, and I was like, "All right, dude, book report." And he was all ready for that, uh, which was kind of surprising because nobody made it clear the week prior that we were there was twenty bucks on the line. I should make sure to clarify that. Like the first to read it got twenty, actually forty bucks because I doubled somebody's one of the other leaders' uh, offers. I gotta remember to get the kid a twenty dollar bill tomorrow. Um, but anyway, so. It was really cool. 20 bucks was worth a lot when we were kids. Oh, I think he's still pretty <laughs> pumped about it. Um, I think he was probably extremely pumped when I threw in the, another 20 on top. Yeah. Yeah. The things that he pulled from it, as I told you when we chatted privately, were really cool. So like, if you've ever read the screw tape letters, I think we talked about it last week, but it's basically a higher demon writing 
letters of like guidance and coaching to a lesser demon on how to properly wreck some poor sap's life right Mm -hmm. and i forgot or didn't kind of realize being that it is like c.s lewis writing in like academic style prose that it's it it was a tall order asking a 16 year old kid to dive into some of Mm -hmm. some of that uh vocabulary which he he acknowledged and he even said he looked up seven words one day while he was reading so that was cool um but it's still you know it's not impossible to read anyway there are moments in there where he's describing the how to attack the mind of this guy to cause him to sin and drift from god right and it's you know there's so much of it that's your just typical temptation that it just when you read it it's going to be like wow i have that thought all the time and it helps you understand that's the whole devil on one shoulder, angel on the other shoulder concept, right? Um, but there's like levels to the attack, right? And again, I've seen this play out in my own life. Like the further you drift from God, the less they have to even do, right? You're just, you're lost. And that's where you, they want you, right? But then right. you start trying to go to church and you start trying to lead your family in prayer and you start trying to pray yourself every morning. And all of a sudden that's when manipulation starts and confusion starts and you know the full court press comes from the demons right so i kind of expected him to go right to some of the you know the the typical things you would expect a 16 year old boy to hone in on which one of them he did point out but it was like the third thing he pointed out like hey anytime he starts thinking about god just have a gal in a red dress walk by right they all got to laugh out of that but the things he thought were the most impactful was one phrase in there where he tells him I mean, how easy is that today in today's society? Like, oh, well, you're thinking about God. You get on social media and there's nipples or a a piece of floss covering up some girl's coochie. Exactly. Exactly. But you can train your own algorithms. I've done it. Yep. My algo got a little loose a couple of years ago, and then I was able to straighten it back out where it was all trucks and uh, big bass and other wild game and then i stopped instagram which is the best way to control it but anyway but so has to actually use it to promote the show that doesn't make us any money i don't think we're getting anybody from instagram dude (laughs) Dude, we we have like uh, 340 30 we have over 300 followers nice maybe if every one of them's listening to let's just say every other episode that's good over half of them seem to be Maybe close to two thirds of them. Um, anyway, he pointed out this. Uh, so, so during the during the course, like each letter, it's cool because it's like chronological. Like you know, Screw Tape writes a letter to the lesser demon whose name is Wormwood, and it's about something that just happened in his attempts at derailing this guy, right? And then like the next letter is like a later a later moment in time, and then a later moment in time after that. And so you're watching the progression of this guy in this battle with these demons throughout the book. And there's this moment where he starts going to church and he stops hanging out with his friends at the pub as much, right? Who are all a bunch of Marxist materialists who have no spirituality because Mm -hmm. Marxist materialists disavow spirituality. They're materialists. All that matters in the world to them is material substance. Spirituality is not a real thing, even though it's a fake religion. That's neither here nor there. So he starts going to church and the, you know, the dude that writes the letters, the demon that writes the letters is like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You got to, you got to stop this. Right. And he said, but then at some point, like he realizes the demons lost control of that. So the two main things that he pointed out were like one, he says, um, uh, sometimes 
um, a, like a lukewarm faith is even better than no faith at all. In other words, the devil can use a half-assed Christian, um, you know, may, may be able to derail a half-assed Christian as easily or even more easily maybe than, than somebody who's just a complete non-believer, right? And then as that continues to progress, the second thing he pointed out was uh, the guy had fully started going to church, had started dating and maybe even marries. Do you remember? Marries a gal who's a believer. Going back to where I said I haven't read it since yeah, I was that's 16. That's right. You haven't read it in like 20 years. So <laughs> Either way, he, he he finds a girl. She's in the church. She's a believer. And so like the the the, the top demon is, is sort of like kind of throwing his hands up. He's like, well, you screwed this all up. And he goes, but don't worry. We always have basically the ace up our sleeve, which is we can use his religion against him which is what happened in you know the wilderness when or in the desert when Jesus, uh, Satan tempted Jesus right was he 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 actually used scripture trying to derail Jesus and of course Jesus was able to parry his false claims of scripture with proper use of scripture right but i mean it goes to the idea like right now we have churches in this country that are embracing this trans thing false prophets and, and they'll claim yeah and they'll claim they're doing it out of love christ you know christ-like love and uh acceptance but you can love and accept the sinner and condemn the sin and that's what we're called to do right this actually happened in new Braunfels last week dude what was written up by the san antonio uh ksat news organization as as hundreds of protesters showed up at a church in new Braunfels that had a closed door but open so like open to the public but wouldn't let cameras in mm -hmm. family friendly drag show at a church at a church in new Braunfels, texas dude i don't report it on ksat dude i just yeah <sighs> new Braunfels. right my so, mind is so that's blown. a perfect like a perfect example of this did a demon. drag show at a church were there kids there it was family dude, friendly it was described said. as family friendly well promoted I, by I, the pastor the pastor is going to hell. But the pastor is going to hell. He's exactly he's, what, what he's not what, even a lukewarm Christian. He's just not a Christian. Right. He's just but not. He's, he's just but not. He's, but that's what I'm saying is like the devil can infiltrate the church, right? And, and confuse an entire flock by presenting themselves as a person of under God's authority, right? But then can be completely lost and can even, again, use scripture like Jesus is all about acceptance and forgiveness and, and you know and grace and love and and you know yeah he is but he also says go forth and do not sin again i was talking to my the girls about this like we were listening to matt walsh going on and on about trans stuff driving to church the other day and they were just like we started saying something about how they, they kind of said something like god could never forgive you if you mutilated your body and i was i was like girls god can forgive anybody mm -hmm. god no god you're does talking to the oldest too obviously yeah yeah, about yeah, this. yeah 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 dude yeah, I'm not talking about the younger two or so. Are the younger two in the car? No, it was just my, to Matt no, we were okay. We were heading to we were heading to the youth group, which is sixth grade and up. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I had to correct them and say, girls, the, there's no sin. There's no sin greater than any other sin, and God forgives all sins. Right? If a person got so confused that they chose to do that, they can still be saved, but they can't go around promoting. They have to repent from it. Right even if they can't fix the damage that they caused to themselves, 
they can, which a lot of these detransitioners are doing, right? These detransitioners are actually. And there's becoming more and more of them. That's right. And they are lights in the world. They're the ones who are putting their foots down and saying, this is terrible. This is evil. And it has to stop. I am living proof. They are living proof, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was a, the, the New Braunfels thing is a perfect example of the second uh, passage that that kid picked, which was this idea that, all right, just because he's going to church doesn't mean we can't corrupt everything he thinks by manipulating his understanding of his own religion. And I just thought it was so cool that a 16 year old kid who admitted he had a, you know, a lot of struggle just keeping up with the vocabulary picked to me, the two most profound concepts in the book in terms of how the, the devil can attack us. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Good on you for getting that material in front of at least two kids that uh, seem to want to take you up on it. Hopefully more Rival starts it, one soul at a time. That's true. Um, think so we've spoken about how the left infiltrates the education system on the local school board level and subsequently how important it is to vote in local school board elections and we had ours last week in collin county and i think we talked about i think we talked about the the ladies that i said were running the hate slate did we talk about that last week uh yes yes so those three ladies running against uh, people that I would vote for. And so it was cool because I took the girls to soccer practice on Thursday. Thursday was the last day of early voting. And I had Henry with me and had to run him to his soccer practice. And I was like, but first we got to swing in here and vote real fast at this school. And I didn't even plan this, but I had the unwoke shirt on. <laughs> and I'm walking in yep. to vote and this sure lady did. stops me and she's like, oh, I love your shirt. Can I get a picture? Well, she's the lady that I was voting for. And she, she was like, I got to get a picture. So she put a, she has a picture of Henry and I with her sign and the unwoke shirt. And she slapped it up on her Facebook. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then Henry got to see the whole, like, I can you know, slap every, that up on our website. Everybody lined up to vote. And he was like, I guess I'll just stay out here. And the guy was like, no, he can come in. He can see what, he just can't touch anything, but he's more than welcome to come in. We encourage it. That's so good. That, that was cool, cool for him to get to experience that. Um, Unfortunately, the hate slate won. They, they all won, dude. They really? all won. Wait, yes. wait. The hate slate. All three of the the ones that were running on the I I mentioned it last week. I think they were running on the diversity, equity, and inclusion platform, and labeling the opposition conservative Christians the hate slate. Yeah, they so call themselves in, the great slate, and they were the hate slate, dude. Here's why they won is because not many people voted. Like the apathy towards local elections. It's I just witnessed it. And also, there were two conservatives that, like, the lady I voted for got 11% of the vote. Her com competitor got uh, 32% or something. And then the, the hate slate lady got the rest. So they kind of beat each other up. I wouldn't have won anyway. But, yeah, dude, very disappointing. I'm, it was, uh, yeah, it is what it is. But parents... They haven't woken up yet. They they haven't. I don't know. Maybe they still think it can't happen in McKinney, Texas. I'm gonna. My I next. You said that was early voting. I thought that it was gonna be a little while before. The rest of the voting was on Saturday. Hmm. Yeah, it's done. Ooh. The good thing was is for all of Collin County, I believe. Or no, it would have just been McKinney, maybe. But the, we have a local little regional airport, and they wanted to spend a bajillion dollars making that bigger. And that did not get passed, so we don't have to waste our tax money on that. We have two airports within 35 mi miles from us. Giant ones. We don't need that crap here. And we don't need their DEI agenda. But uh, So Mickey on Friday morning 
regular contributor to the show. Uh, he sent me this text, and I think you saw it. It was, um, it was from the principal of my kid's school. Her name is Melanie Rowley, and she tweets this out Friday morning because the last day to vote is Saturday. This article from 2021 is a good read and explains the attack on public education. All students deserve a public education where they can learn and grow. Let's make sure we all do what we can to make that happen. Go vote. And she puts a link to a 2021 article. And the cover image is designed to portray anyone that's against them as like some violent activist because it's parents that are upset and they're like raising their fists like in protest, uh, which never happened in our part of the world. Um, but the tweet says, um, they've also been, for the, the, the link to the article, so I'm just going to read a little excerpt from it. They've also been forced to contend, this is the educators, with threats beyond the emergence of new COVID variants as the nation continues to reckon with the role racism plays in society. A tiny but extremely vocal minority of voices are determined to turn our classrooms into battlegrounds for their vicious culture wars. These radical groups are using social media to spread disinformation and stoke fear about race in the classroom, pushing for laws to ban books about Ruby Bridges, Martin Luther King Jr., and other civil rights figures. Total lie, by the way, because conservatives never have advocated for banning anything Martin Luther King Jr. wrote. Um, as the pandemic surges across the country, these same bad actors are promoting deadly COVID conspiracy theories and fighting against science-based common sense measures that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention American blah, 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 Association of Pediatrics and other experts recommend to keep our children safe in the classroom, i.e. these people were telling us that the kids didn't need to get vaccinated. And she puts this link up to a 2021 article, Chisholm. Yep. I, I'd like to get your reaction, first of all, and then I'm going to tell you something even more damning. I, my reaction is this is what James Lindsay refers to as the iron law of woke projection. Mm. Are a lot of projection there so they want to create I, a way a, a culture war zone in the classroom mm, no we want to defend our kids from your culture war you mutilating abusing sexualizing groomer narcissistic yes no um so anyway no one really responded to the woman's tweet and so i did and this is what i said I said, that is utterly ridiculous. We don't want our kids taught this garbage. The woke school board candidates in 2023 weaponized their campaign, labeling their opposition as the hate slate. Have you met these candidates? They don't hate anyone. We want our schools run on merit. And the fact that you just tweeted an article, article that promotes the idea that our kids all needed to get COVID vaccines is extremely concerning. The science proves the exact opposite. If these are your values and beliefs, sure then I'm glad then I'm glad my kids will no longer be under your guidance, which she has got promoted to assistant superintendent. So she is gone. Unfortunately, now she has more power. Um, but yeah, we did just get word that our new principal has been announced yesterday. And Aaron was very quickly stalking her on Facebook and went to Easter. And there was a picture of them at church with their whole family. So I don't know anything about the lady, but I liked to see that she was at church. As opposed to not a church. Hopefully it's not a church like the one I mentioned in Brothels where they have drag shows. Right, right. Um, so uh, I am picking the kids up. There's more of the story. I'm picking the kids up from school on Friday afternoon. And mind you, I tweeted that out, I don't know, 9.30 Friday morning. 
and I had just gotten a haircut. You can see it looks very nice. I look very dapper and handsome. And I walk in to pick the girls up. And I look like you've got quite a large forehead. But parents are clapping, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Oh, they like my. I do look good. And I'm like, my haircut's not that good though. And then one of the moms was like, "I read your tweet and really, really liked what you said." And there's three, so four family groups. And every one of them was like, yeah, we just want you to know we, we support everything you said. And that was encouraging, right? We didn't win the vote, but at least parents were supportive and parents saw it. And then I take the girls to a birthday party Saturday and the mom says, read your tweet. Uh, we should probably hang out more, our families. So, yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, you, obviously, you told me about this uh, last week and I was super proud of you when you did. Um, love to hear that. Um, how do you get all of those people to go vote in that school board election? That's the I, question. I think all those people actually voted. I, but one of the ladies voted for the opposition, not not the opposition, but the other conservative. I mean, so still we didn't we we wouldn't have, wouldn't have gotten the majority, which is disheartening. Um, but so you're saying if you yeah. add up all the conservatives, it still wouldn't have overwhelmed the overcome the wokes? No, it wouldn't have. I mean, the number of people that voted was pathetic. It was like in the, it wasn't even 10,000 people. How many people live in the jurisdiction? I don't know. What's the voter race? Hundreds of thousands? Each, each district. So there was three people up, three board positions. I was only able to vote on one of them based on where I live. Mm. So, and I think each subsequent area was only able to vote on one within the McKinney ISD. Gotcha. So yeah, I don't I don't know, but it was like three thousand, tens, 4, tens of thousands per little mini district. Sure, I imagine. of course, yeah. I mean, how many people live in McKinney in total? Three or four hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many exactly, but yes, well over a hundred thousand people. Look it up. I'll look it up. Boo. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I was surprised that we lost. When I was San more Francisco. When San Francisco is managing to recall their wokes, uh, woke. Uh, uh, school board members and you know McKinney, Texas can't get their s together to keep from electing them. Then we have a problem. Two hundred eleven thousand people. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. So maybe thirty percent of those are voting age. Sixty percent, sixty thousand. Something like that. Or more than thirty percent are voting age. It's not all kids. I have no idea how those demographics break down. Well, you have to be eighteen to vote. So. Well, I meant like voting age slash register to vote and everything it takes to actually, you know. I bet you more maybe, maybe it's more people in McKinney are like registered to vote than say other places. But it didn't matter. They didn't show up. They didn't show up. No. So Just like they didn't show up in Georgia for Herschel Walker. Um, yeah. So one more piece of information on that, and then we'll move on to the next thing. I'm at the girls' soccer game on Friday night, and one of the girls' moms on their team is a teacher in the Frisco. ISD, which is right next to McKinney. That's the next city over. All in Collin County. I show her, they think like we do. And um, I show her what my girl, what the kid's principal tweeted out. She takes her phone out and says, this is what my principal tweeted out. Same article, dude. Same article, same morning, same time. It was an orchestrated thing across the board as that's the thing. These people are so well. But there's organized. no conspiracies. Right. I was like, oh, wow. uh, same article. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm, yeah. We're up against it, man. We're way up against it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one other personal interaction to share from over the weekend. I took the kids to the Ducks Unlimited hunting expo out at Texas Motor Speedway on Saturday. And it was cool. They had the, uh, you know, those diving dogs where they, they throw the Frisbee and the dogs jump like 25, 30 feet into the splash pool. Yep. So they actually were taping that event, a regional one that they would then put on NBC Sports in a couple of weeks. And so these dogs are doing their jumps and we're front row and the kids are getting splashed when they jump in. And I mean, half of these dogs are mutts. Like you think about a dog that could jump, like they look like whippets or greyhounds or, you know, they did have a lab that got second place, but, um, real wiry looking rangy dogs. It's probably sofa could be really good at that. Um, but anyway, my mom and dad's dog actually was, um, from a breeder who, or from a bloodline anyway, that was like champion in those events. Yeah. And yeah. that's a German short hair pointer. Mm-hmm. And she is athletic, dude. When that dog runs through the brush, it is something to see. Like a gazelle. Yeah. So anyway, I am sitting there with the kids and this lady to my left starts talking to one of the videographers and he's like, yeah, I'm from Florida. And she's like, oh, I really like your congressman, uh, Matt Gates. And I was like, mm. I really like your, uh, I just kind of threw in after they were talking for a second. I was like, yeah, I really like your your governor and uh and then somehow they start talking about the border and and i'm like yeah it's really it's really hard to have a country when you don't have a secure border like we're the only country that does that this lady behind me who's all tatted up all over her body has more pieces of jewelry stuck in her face than you know you know the stereotypical person i'm talking about and she goes can you guys stop with your politics I'm just here to watch my friend's dog. And I was like, I, I let the, the other lady who was probably in her early 60s respond and said, no, what's a free country? And we're going to talk about what we want to talk about. And so she, her, she continues to talk. I'm like, yeah, you know, I said, um, what's going on? The border's a joke. I was like, hey, even my, my friend, even his dad found a dead guy on their ranch. Like, and that was years ago. And it's only getting worse. And this lady loses her S, dude. Starts dropping F-bombs. Mind you, my three kids are right there. And I said, listen, we can d- disagree on politics. Please stop swearing in front of my kids. I was like, it's completely inappropriate. And she said, I didn't come here to hear your effing racist bullshit politics. And I said, whoa, whoa, nobody said anything racist. We said we need a secure border. And she goes, just shut the F up and stop talking about it. And the other, the older lady said, no, get out of here. We're going to talk about what we want to. It's a free country. If you don't like it, move. And so finally, this lady just said, F you, racist, and walked off. And Bill I, won. I said to I said to her as she's walking away, I said, You are what's wrong with this country. And now I have to explain everything that just happened to a 10, 8, and 8 year old. So, Sounds like that should be pretty easy. Hey, kids, did she look no, like she was doing well? Yeah. Did she look like she had things figured out? Did she sound like she was doing well? Did she let's sound like her, she had things Let's call her out? my grandma lady friend said to my kids, well, kids, did you see what happened? That's what you call getting triggered. <laughs> yeah. Man, we need to have the lady on the show, the, the grandma lady friend. Yeah. I mean, it was, so that was, uh, and I wholeheartedly do believe she's everything that's wrong with this country. Like calling us racist because we want a secure border. Like, 
there's nothing racist about it, but she's been indoctrinated probably to think that Tucker Carlson says the N word on Fox news for sure. And it has no idea what conservatives really believe or stand for. Just thinks we're all a bunch of MAGA proud boy racist. Yeah. The fuel of her existence is emotion in zero logic and reason. Mm -hmm. Um, all the tattoo ink has probably corrupted that part of her brain. And I say that having two big ones. Um, I'm just thrilled to hear about 60 something year old ladies standing their ground against screaming, uh, psycho woke, tatted up, pierced up, you know, ape people because and she was so um, calm too, when she was talking like, just like, no, we're going to talk about what we want to. And also you're at, this didn't come up, but like you're at a Texas hunting event. Like, I don't know where you're from, but you're, this isn't your neighborhood lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, but what I'm getting at is like, that's been how they have won the day to, to this point is by basically throwing hissy fits when they don't get their way and calling you names, right? Mm -hmm. Names you disagree that, with me. I'm going to shout you down. Right. And it, it, what a great example that, dude, the word racist is starting to lose its, I mean, it just, it almost, it almost barely matters anymore. You know, like it's, they're not. My kids they're, definitely don't know what that word means. And I didn't explain that to them. They didn't ask, just kind of said, hey, this lady got upset about what we were talking about. What we were talking about was right and just and true. And she didn't like it. So I'm saying people are waking up to the fact it, it wasn't that long. And there are still politicians in this country who are scared to death about being called racist. Right. So they won't speak any truth about anything. Mm -hmm. um, but be, in large, I think in part because the left has so warped and manipulated and changed the definition of racist like they do with everything else. That plus the fact that people are waking up to the idea that it's not racist to say that, you know, uh, you know, graduate school admissions should be, should be based on, you know, academic merit, not on demography, right? Or it's not racist to say that we should have a process for coming into this country legally, right? That, that people are between like just waking up to the fact that I think the is main thing is they started calling that, uh, African American on African American homicides or is a real problem in the city of Chicago on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, or hey, you're racist if you don't get out and march with BLM and Antifa in the, in the summer of 2020. Instead, just you know, sit at home and put your, you know, um, you know, blacked out square on Instagram. But like, that's not good enough, right? Like mm -hmm. all of these things, but most of it comes from the ridiculous bastardization of the term itself, right? Is convincing people not to put up with their crap and to stand their ground, and that's where we're at. Like we have, dude, there is a violent revolution going on right now and it is a violent revolution look back three years ago like they are i mean read read Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals uh rules for radicals or is that what it's called mm. i'll have to defer to you on that yeah rules for radicals i mean it's all it, it, he's got you know this was all spelled out this was hillary clinton if i'm not mistaken like wrote her like college thesis on his on his book about turning this country into socialism and dude marx wrote it all of them it, it first thing it requires is the revolution of the proletariat right but the proletariat is no longer the the oppressed economic class now it's the oppressed 
gender, race, all these other categories class, which is, you know, I hope why it's doomed to fail. Um, but anyway, my point is like the only way we're going to stave it off is by good people being willing to risk being called bad names, right? And risk rocking the boat. I mean, that's, and that's why we have this podcast. This is exactly what the point of this podcast is, is that we're not willing to go down without fighting back against their BS. Yeah. So, so we left the DU thing to go to another soccer game. And, um, that's when I found out about the Allen shooting, which literally while I was finding out about it, uh, I'm wearing a pair of Adidas running shoes that I purchased at that outlet mall. I've been there many, many times. It's like 10 minutes from my house. And you start hearing about an active shooter, unspeakable tragedy, obviously. Um, but it doesn't take five minutes for the media to start saying it's a white supremacist, neo-Nazi. And that's all the headlines. I'm reading it in on the Washington Post, New York Times. Neo-Nazi. I'm like, what? what? And the guy's name hasn't been released. It turns out he's a Mexican guy. And Nazis are typically Caucasian people that are promoting white supremacy. And so I'm talking to my brother, youngest brother, and he's like, well, and I said, yeah, of course, they made it all about race and called the guy a Nazi. And he goes, well, he wasn't. He was. And I said, no, he's, he's Mexican. I said, what? I said, who did he shoot? What, what uh, ethnicity were the people he shot? And he goes, it was indiscriminate. He shot everyone. I said, okay. So how is that white supremacy? If Asians, white people, Hispanic people were all killed. I said, what we have is a mentally deranged lunatic killing people because he's a mentally deranged lunatic. And your side of the fence wants to paint him as a white supremacist, even though he's Mexican. So I was just like, I don't know. Did, did any of that pierce? No, I've, the last time I said, you know, I, I sent him the screenshots of the headlines and then just crickets. Like, like no. Didn't respond to it. So I didn't know that his, is his last name. Has, does he have a Spanish last name? Like what? Yes, dude. His name is, uh, oh, I'll tell you. He, his name is Mauricio Garcia. He's That's Mexican. Pretty, I'm looking at his picture. Terrible. He's a Mexican. He, okay. I'm, I want to clarify. I believe he's Mexican. He's of Hispanic descent. He is not a Caucasian person. And here's the Washington Post. Gunman in, gunman in Texas mall shooting may have had neo-Nazi beliefs. Wall Street Journal. What's the, what's the evidence Texas for mall that? shooters possible link to white supremacy. And what is the evidence for all that? He had apparently a swastika tattoo and had put some stuff on the internet about like he had put pictures of the Allen mall on this obscure Russian social media site and was planning this for a long time had been fought. Here's a, here's the thing. Uh, years ago, he served three months in the army and then was dismissed for mental illness. Three months. And they were like, yeah, you're something you got to screw loose, buddy. And he's worked off and on as a security guard ever since then. Well, I guess I should probably be, I'm torn. I'm not sure if I'm disappointed or relieved that this screws my theory up. Because my theory was when I first started seeing, see, I don't, 
I don't pay attention. I don't I don't like to I don't like these stories. I don't nobody does, dude. Yeah, but I, I mean on multiple levels, like they, they're sad. Um you're a father of four. It terrible fear in you that, that this could happen. And then I also always you know, we all hate what the media does with them, right? Well, but I also know that um, our our deep state bureaucracies have a long-standing, long-standing, like half a century long-standing history of brainwashing people into doing god-awful evil things for uh, out of a desire to exercise more control over American citizens. So much like, you know, how like we've detailed like how weird the whole Uvalde thing played out. <clears throat> um luckily God, God we had a police officer that wasn't a coward on saturday because as soon as he heard the gunshots he ran towards the gunfire and shot and killed and nobody told him not to right remember that was a big piece of that shooting mm -hmm. back to my point though um my first inclination was all right so they're they're projecting that we're going to break a record in these mass shooting things right and then presidents all over his ar-15 bands and if you look at the ones that have happened i guess what 10 days ago there was a shooting of like eight people in a neighborhood then it turned out to be it was by an illegal immigrant who had been arrested i think or even like yes. deported back to south of the border multiple times and then didn't um, see that on shooting uh... down in the valley that hasn't gotten much coverage i have a feeling maybe there's some similar um what, what, what's going on with the one in the valley do you know that is that the one where he killed five people? Because I thought that, that was a shooting, the or was that a immigrant. truck? Oh yeah, no, a guy ran over seven people in a in a bus or a van. Yeah, well then you can just go back a few weeks, just a few weeks, like less than a month, and there was a trans person who shot up a Christian school and killed three young children, and wrote a manifesto about the need for the trans society to take up arms violently against Christians. We still haven't seen that manifesto. We're not allowed to see the it. It's been sealed. Um, this dude apparently has a manifesto as well. Bet so. he does. My point is, I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if the CIA MK Ultra bastards decided to let loose one of their um, brainwashed psychopaths because they needed to throw a white supremacist angle into all this since it happens to be a bunch of trans people and illegal immigrants that are doing all these uh, killings. And that's not really probably very helpful to the cause of gun control. Right. Um, but then it turns out, like I said, if the person's name is Mauricio Garcia, shoots a hole in that theory, I guess maybe the swastika will help for a little bit, but probably not. I don't think it'll overcome the last name Garcia. So that leaves me, like I said, unless you're just so mentally effed up that you're a Mexican who thinks he's a white person, which, hey, you can identify as whatever you want, but leaves me torn between... Am I relieved that this wasn't a CIA uh, operation, PSY operation, or am I uh, bummed that my theory was wrong in this instance? I don't know. God bless that officer. Probably where people would have gotten shot. Yeah. But the, oh, also the dude, the dude lived with his parents. Like he'd, he'd been in a hotel for two weeks, but he lived, he's 33 years old and he lived with his parents. I mean, that's part of the problem of this generation too. We can't get out of our parents' houses. Sucking off mommy and daddy's teat when we're into our 30s because we are either mentally screwed up or we went and got a degree in women's studies that's worthless. And so no one will pay us any money. But uh, this guy's situation was clearly just mentally disturbed individual. Um, tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. Every time.
Every you know what? And every time I drop my kids off at school, uh, I kiss them goodbye, tell them I love them. Well, Henry's not really into giving dad a kiss anymore at ten; he's too cool. But the girls still do, and and that thought crosses my mind. Some days I'm like, maybe I should just go park and just watch the school for a little while with a gun. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. But last week, last week, um, Texas passed, I believe. Believe passed. Let me check this. It's on our Instagram, but you don't pay attention to that. Nope. Uh, they passed. My life is far better for it. Far better. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, they are going to put armed security in every school. What? So, yeah. Yes, no sir. Way. Every school. Maybe it's every public school. You're looking it up. I'm trying to find it. I had it saved on my phone. <clears throat> on my on my box that's tracking everything I do here. Everything I look up. Uh, I don't see it on Justified Pursuit. Maybe I haven't posted it yet. Did you look it up? Uh, Texas House overwhelmingly passed a new school security bill that would require, among other things, armed security in all Texas schools. There you go. A Democrat who represents Uvalde says the bill doesn't go far enough. Listen, I'm angry. I've got PTSD. These families are just destroyed. I think that's probably a good thing that we are going to have security. Now, vet the security. <laughs> But if there's armed opposition, I think that probably will play a factor in people wanting to go shoot up schools. You're reading, but what are you thinking? Um, a couple of different things. Um, He's talking about the need to ban, I guess, like 18, 19, and 20. Looks like uh, he will, they, uh, it's unclear whether lawmakers will listen to Uvalde families who want to raise the minimum age to perfect purchase semi-automatic guns from 18 to 21. That got bipartisan support yesterday, FYI. Um, to raise it, I, raise it to 21. I don't actually have any issue with that. I mean, I don't know what they mean by semi-automatic guns. Are they talking about ARs, like... ARs, pistols. Anything that actually functions as a semi-automatic. Anything. I believe so. Shotgun. I haven't so you'd be able to purchase a revolver, but not a Glock until you're 21. Or you could purchase a bolt-action hunting rifle, probably. Um, yeah, yeah. They, right. I mean, any but kind the of... The only thing is, like, yeah. you can send these kids off to war and then tell them you can't buy an AR, and then it's also the Yeah, but you already slope. have that argument with booze. You have the slippery slope of that... You know, give them an inch, they'll take a mile when it comes. All to I'm getting control. at is I'm somewhat relieved that the Texas Democrats aren't even are not so radical as to say that the weapon should be banned. Their approach but, is let's make it the same threshold as buying beer. And that doesn't sound extraordinarily and unreasonable. So but go back to the armed security in schools, good or bad. Great. OK, good. I'm you, you extraordinarily never, you never thankful answered, about so. the two young men that walk around my kids campus with sidearms yeah out in the open for everyone to see 
mm-hmm. and they don't look like dudes I would want to f with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special uh, forces, former special forces guys. Anyway, um, the uh, thing, other thing I was thinking was a, a friend of mine who I've mentioned many times who likes to just antagonize three of us in a four man text thread. Um, it seems to, one of his recent go tos is all of these shootings, and he. Um, wants to the, the the three of us that he's harassing. This is the guy who tried like hell to get us to take vaccines. Um, now he's making the AR-15 argument. Um, he doesn't know a damn thing about guns. Um, I mean, not a damn thing about guns. Um, he forwarded the other day. I don't know if you saw this, but the Justice Department was forced to pay this gargantuan sum of money to the families of the victim in that San Antonio church shooting from a couple of years ago. Did you see that? Uh Uh-oh. See if I can find it real quick. Um, You, I mean, I don't know why did they, why were they forced to pay a bunch of money? Let me look it up. Forced to pay families, Texas church shooting. Because, oh, the Air Force, that's what it was. Yeah, okay, so the Department of Defense, $230 million that the Air Force was forced to pay to these families because the individual in that had been dishonorably just discharged, which I believe means if NBC News would just let me look at their site instead of giving me all this pop-up crap, there we go, U.S. Air Force must pay more than $230 million in damages to survivors and victims' families of the 2017... Jeez, that was six years ago? Wow. Texas Church Massacre for failing to flag a conviction that might have kept the gunman from bu- legally buying the weapon used in the shooting. More than two dozen people were killed. Uh, don't need all those details. We know it was a tragedy. Air Force was found 60% liable because it failed to submit Kelly's assault conviction during his time in the Air Force to a national database. So, yeah, you know what? If you have an assault conviction, you probably should be prohibited from buying weapons. Well, and that's the point is you are right (laughs) in the military to forgot to inform the rest of us. And that's the point I challenged my dumb friend back with. He's not dumb, but he just likes to harass us and he doesn't actually have any beliefs about anything that we can discern. He just likes to Mm -hmm. stir the pot. But, um, the point I was making and it's, and it's uh, a challenge to this Senator Roland Gutierrez who says he's angry, um, about not doing enough is he, so he's like, we should put universal background checks and extreme risk protective orders and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, you still have to have competent bureaucrats to actually manage the paperwork. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, the kid kid, cause he was 18 or 19 years old who bought the AR 15 that was used to shoot up the people in Uvalde. Didn't he like buy it with a credit card online and it was somehow delivered uh, within like 24 hours, which is somehow, if I'm not mistaken, there was a regulatory, uh, sort of circumvention in that case, which is one of the reasons there's a conspiracy theory about how this was even allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm vaguely remembering, so disavow or dismiss any of that. But my main point is just that 
yeah, you can put all the protective measures you want in place. Policy alone doesn't solve the problem. At the end of the day, and this is the other thing I tell this guy, and he dismisses it laughably, it is a mental health problem, right? Just look I over. I did some research on stats, dude. We had, in 1955, 555,000 people in psych wards. You know how many we have with a population that's doubled in 2023? Yeah, like 100,000. 35,000 people. And mental health, dude, I, the stats also you say know, one, you know, one in you know, five teenagers between 13 and 18 suffers from depression. One in 10 adults says they're struggling with some sort of mental health issue in America. You know, we only have 35,000 people locked up. You know who's responsible for that? Probably you're going to say Reagan. Nailed it. Yeah. That was a Ronald Reagan special. I think through executive order or something like that. And he basically banned um, what used to be like asylums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying in 1955 they didn't lock people up that probably didn't need to be locked up. For they sure. Dropped. They did. Delicate balance. But yeah. you can't tell me that th- half a million people locked up compared to 35,000 now, and we have rampant mental health issues. But you know what else? We didn't have mass shootings in 1955, but civilians still had access to guns. Like, yeah, well, and, and the point that I was make, I'm trying to make is like just look at what happens in the UK when you take away the guns. They just start running around with pocket knives and, and running people over with cars, mm-hmm. right? So then now they've banned pocket knives in London, and that's when they started running people over with cars. So at some point, I guess you're not going to be able to drive a car. Eventually, everybody will get a big rubber bubble to walk around in, and there won't be any pointy objects or even corners because you wouldn't want anything to accidentally snag and pop your bubble and everybody will be safe. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to be safe. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really <laughs> nice. <when it> <laughs> um, are you paying attention to the border yet, Chisholm? Or go back to that because it's your favorite topic that you're so laissez-faire about. Nope. Dude, oh, my God, dude. Have you haven't seen the videos of what's going on in El Paso and the hundreds of thousands of people that are literally stacked up on the border <laughs> right now because Title 42 is going to expire next week or whatever it is? things next week so finally joe biden is finally sending troops to the border 1500 active duty military personnel going to the border chisholm they're not going to help secure the border though you know what they're going there for can you guess you're picking your nose like you don't care but walk them across the river maybe yes <laughs> they're going to be there to, yes they're going to be there to process them and do paperwork <laughs> I can't believe you haven't. Have you haven't just? I mean, look it up after we get. I'm very aware that there are supposedly, literally tens of thousands of people amassed at the border. That's what the photographs claim. Yes. (laughs) It's an invasion, dude, and it just (laughs) blows my mind that you could give a crap about it. But whatever. Listen, man, we all have to pick our battles. This is not one that I choose. I Finally, have so two years bandwidth. later, he's sending troops to help him. Yeah, just like you said. You're walk, describing walk a symptom. The border. You're describing a symptom. I am here trying like hell to 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 assess and treat the disease. I think we need to lighten the mood with a little comedy here. Uh, I'm having fun. Who's who's got? No, dark I'm mood? not. It doesn't make me happy. I don't care about the border. So I'm going to play some comedy for you. It's this not that is, I don't uh, care about it. It's that it's not my focus of attention. I don't know how to fix that. I want to talk about the philosophies behind the madness. 
Okay. It's a symptom. Well, I just am going to play you this from KJP this week. It's so great. I don't. She stumbles so much, she doesn't even believe what she's saying. No, she often has that problem. When he came in, nothing was being done. He made sure that he, our, uh, he made sure that economy uh, came back came back in a way that uh, that it was uh, that we haven't seen in some time. Like sometime, <laughs> in, in sometime. Whoever made the meme, look, check it out. Whoever made the video, put that music in. Look at her face. I can't see it. You have to lift it up more. <laughs> <laughs> put clown makeup on her face. It's so great. That lady doesn't even believe the lies that she's spewing. Yeah, like I said, she gets herself caught in that that the the dilemma on a regular basis. Um, this past like, week, how yeah. could you? She also said uh, that no president has fielded more shouted at questions than Joe Biden in the whole press room. Even the left kind of giggled, like maybe you don't remember how we treated Trump. <laughs> shouting trump actually stood in there and took the questions though biden doesn't ever do it um what do you think about trump having a cnn town hall i didn't even know about it you're smirking like it's important why is it important is he maybe it's smart maybe he's trying to appeal to some cnn viewers i don't know why this goes back to your theory of trump's just a big just a big pawn in the game in the chess game remember when they started talking about how DeSantis is more dangerous than Trump because DeSantis is competent yep yeah here's what's about to happen write this down the American media is about to somewhat lukewarmly kind of embrace Trump in order to make sure that there's not a more legitimate candidate that makes it through the primary. They're going to let Trump, they're going to help Trump win the Republican nomination. And then they're going to unleash Michelle. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that remains to be seen, but I was going to say unleash all of these, you know, prosecutors who are going after him on false BS legal challenges. I think you ever watched bull Durham? I mean, it's only one of the greatest sports movies of all oh, time. Oh, sure is. It's a good movie. So then you're very familiar with the scene where um, it's it's like it's, there's two scenes and there one sets up the other, right? The, the first one is uh, um, Crash is calling for the deuce, right? He's calling for a curveball and Nuke Lelouch, the young fireball, uh, you know, 100-mile-an-hour righty, is shaking him off, shaking him off. And so then he tells – Tells the batter what pitch tells the batter he's throwing a fastball and he knocks it out of the park and he goes up to him and he's like, Man, he teed off on that like he knew he was gonna throw a fastball. And he's like, He did. How? <laughs> I told him. <laughs> and uh, and so then later in the film, Nuke has matured quite a bit. He's starting, he understands now to listen to crash. He's mixing up his pitches, he's got a two-hit shutout going. And crash calls for a fastball, and he gets shaken off, and he's like, No, no. I want to throw the deuce. And he calls for the fastball again, shakes him off. And he goes, he tells the batter, this kid's throwing a two-hit shutout, and he's shaking me off. You believe that? <laughs> he goes, Charlie, here comes the deuce. And when you speak of me, speak well. <laughs> and he cranks it out of the park. And then he stands there, and he's, like, glaring at the pitcher, and Crash yells at him. He's like, I give you a gift, and you stand there and show up my pitcher. Run, dummy. And then he goes up to the – Goes up to Nuke, who's still looking out over the outfield wall at the, 
the bull that's like smoking at the horns or whatever, smoking at the nostrils. And he goes, you told him I was going to throw a deuce, didn't you? He's like, yep. <laughs> like, Look at that. He hit the friggin' bull. Guy gets a free steak. <laughs> yeah. Love that scene of that movie. I love that scene. Told him I was going to throw the deuce, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> I say all that to say. <laughs> I think there's a curveball coming. Um, it was <laughs> it was teed up in August of last year, and I'm pretty sure we covered it. Do you remember before the Congress switched over, when all of a sudden a, a House report came out of the the Republic at the time, the Democratic controlled House that was saying that the Trump administration cut corners in getting the emergency youth author- use authorizations in place for these vaccines. Oh, now they're going to admit that the vaccines are killing people. Not yet. Not quite. But it's close. It's really close. When Trump has defeated anyone else in the primary, that's when they'll release. Oh, by the way, Trump's responsible for killing. Not I think Biden, it's their- who was trying to force kids to get it, but no, it's all Trump. I- I think it's their nuclear option. I don't think they're going to go right to it. I think that they realize that this is like a, you know, smash the glass in case of emergency ace that they've got up their sleeve, right? But but they're going to get some help from DeSantis because DeSantis is going to, if he jumps in the race, which is not necessarily a given quite yet, DeSantis is going to give him some body blows on that, right? Kind of soften him up a little bit on that. But in the meantime, CNN will be, heralding the good work that he did you watch dude you watch i'll bet money that they'll be praising the vaccines right up until depends depends on how things are shaking out right but if it's biden this versus still Trump, doesn't this still doesn't fix their issue of biden did i mean it was on cnn this week yeah maybe it was last week where they they showed a live poll and the host was like oh my gosh like you could see it on his face like, yeah George Stephanopoulos, it was an ABC poll, which I think George Stephanopoulos is an ABC employee, if I'm not mistaken. So the ABC Wall Street Journal poll, like 38% of the country disapproved or uh, approved of Biden. And and he's polling behind like 44 to 38 behind Trump and like 42 to 38 behind DeSantis. But that's one poll, most recent one. But it doesn't fix the problem. They have to do something else. That's why I'm saying that 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 the deuce... As I call it, the deuce is when they finally go ahead and acknowledge these vaccines are terrible. Um, they've caused more harm than they've they've helped, and they're Trump's fault. And yet we have my deuce, principal tweeting out how they're so effective from 2021. The deuce is an out pitch, right? The deuce is the deuce is only going to come when all else fails. Um, but I do think they'll play it if it comes down to those two guys. To your point, with the two years left, they've got, no, I guess like a year and a half left, huh? They have a smorgasbord of options to keep from having to play that card because they don't want to have to play that card. They don't like that card because it's going to make them look like really foolish. But then again, their sheeple are going to be like, yeah, see, I knew something was weird Scary about that. orange man time. made us take the vaccine. Uh, it's all his fault, right? Yeah, It'll work on a certain subset of the population. Um, but they have options like somehow getting Gavin Newsom into that position, um, candidly, um, frankly, somehow Joe just passing away 
because he's an octogenarian and that's entirely possible. They got lots of options, bro. Like maybe a poison dart, shellfish dart, Option. or like, or like maybe he's already a corpse. Did you see the rubber mask thing the other day? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, where he's scratching the back of his head, yeah. and it definitely like everything stayed where he scratched it. That was weird. Sure was. You ever seen the earlobe thing? <sighs> what is the? It's it's a scene from uh, Step Brothers where it's like. I just want to give you one right in the kisser. Oh, well, is there anything I can do to, to change your mind? He's like, no, it's your face. I just don't like it. <laughs> telling me that or are you telling Biden that? Uh, no, I, your face doesn't bother me. Biden's uh-huh. does. I'd like to give him one right in the... <clears throat> um, do you agree with me that the powers that be utilize not just media in general, but specifically the movie industry to groom our behaviors and understanding of the world well i mean disney plus just puts out non-binary characters in child programming now so, there you go yes how could you dispute that what's the name of that movie it's with that actor kevin klein where he was a presidential impersonator and then the actual president has a stroke and so they bring him in and they make a president out of him yeah i, I know the movie i don't remember what it was called though but it's like Weekend at Bernie's is a president version. Pretty much. Yeah. But That's you know right. what? I, I, Assuming that he really is still alive, I, I'm really happy that he announced he's running again. And so if he, if he is, okay, the dude's alive. And is it his ego? Dave. The name of the movie is Dave. Is it his ego, Chisholm, that is why he announced that? Or is it someone pulling political? Do you think that Biden can't get out of his own way like i'm the president and i'm going to stay the president until dude biden is legitimately a senile dementia patient patient okay nothing that he's doing or saying is a representation of a fully functional human nothing so then why are they letting him say oh i'm going to run again what's in it for them there like they i don't understand that i think the main i think the main thing is they can't have the utter turmoil that it would cause for the next year plus to have him admit defeat right now. Like he's a lame duck just sitting there. My guess is, okay. Strategy is all about evaluating lots and lots and lots of different pathways to victory, right? I think their most preferred lane would be get him across the goal line by harvesting bajillions of ballots one more time and then let him die and give it to Kamila. I think they'd have done that 18 months ago or, you know, Amendment 25 him, if it weren't for the fact that she is such a dumpster fire, such an epic, epic dumpster fire. Have you ever seen the video montage of her saying, imagine we could be unburdened by what has been? Everything. Dude, she I mean, says it's it goes back to before she was even vice president. She uses the same catch line in every one of her speeches. It's three minutes long, and it's her just saying that same thing in every speech she does. And I, I never even knew about it until last week. It is so awesome. The only reason that anybody even knows that woman's name is because she was having sex with a corrupt San Francisco politician 20 years ago. That's the only reason. She's mm-hmm. actually a hooker. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck your way to the top. 100%. You ever seen the picture of her? She's with that dude. I can't think of his name, man. But he's like a notorious, like 
40-year vet of the San Francisco Democratic Party. And there's a photograph of him at an event with Kamila on one side and some other broad on the other. He's there with two dates, two hookers. Mm. She's that kind of hooker. Yeah. Spitting yeah. fire, fire. Anyway, uh, so plan, plan A would be they do that. And, you know, between now and I guess what would be five and a half years from now, the Kamala experiment ushers in like true socialism at a level where we can't peel, like we can't walk it back. Like it's over and everybody's screwed. Um, plan B would be to get somebody competent instead of her um, to run with him. Somewhere probably tied in one of those two is the idea of convincing Michelle to run. Um whether he steps down, whether he dies, whether he's declared incompetent. There's so many, I mean, they have options. Look, look at all, they have so many options. The only op, the only thing that they're lacking options on is people Candidate. with a significantly better handle on brain function and competency to do the job. That's the only thing that, they're, they've got a number of options to keep him from running. They don't really have a lot of great options on who to run instead. Yeah. But Michelle would be a good one. She definitely would be a threat and would probably win. They have to know that. Yeah, I mean, have you noticed how often they're She's asking? black. She's a woman. Everybody, even though Obama sucked. Have you seen? Wasn't a good president. She's been out in on the scene oh, being asked by the likes of Oprah on television. Why aren't you running? When are you going to run? We want you to run. Like they're Why is going she out after unless me. she's going to run? What's the point? Why is she out? You, dude. Why is I, she commenting on Adam Curry? Is a hundred percent convinced that he, she will be the nominee in the next uh, next cycle. Trump's not going to beat her, so that would mean we need a DeSantis ticket with a Candace Owens option as VP, something like that. Because we got to check the boxes too. We got to play their game. I said it, and I mean it. The game worked for them, dude. And you're cringing, but I, dude, we're calling a spade a spade. The cat's out of the bag. You just said she sucked her way to the top, and I'm saying she checks the, you know, DEI boxes. I think and she's that, an Indian hooker, technically. Jamaican Indian. She was yes, raised by no one, an, no an one, Indian, is, Indian side of her family. Facts don't matter. She has darker skin than you and I, and so therefore she's black. She's African-American. So, yeah. So if we did the same thing, it would have to bode well dad, for us at the ballot box. If her dad, who is Jamaican, disavows her entirely. A Jamaican professor, in fact. Professor of an American university, Stanford, I believe, of Jamaican descent, can't stand her. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I mean, she's, she's a peach. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you about... Uh, I'm going to blow your mind with this, dude, unless you've already heard about it. But, uh, yes, this is incredible. It's uh, coming out of what I would have to say is my second least favorite state, which is such a shame because it's much like California. It's a beautiful place. But Colorado has been infested by liberal mm. cockroaches to the tune of the California CEA, which is their Colorado Education Association. It has 40,000 members. These are all educators, teachers in that realm. Uh they have made a resolution that they will no longer teach capitalism. Chism. The CEA, quote, believes that capitalism requires exploitation of children. That's the, that's the catchphrase. They are, capitalism 
exploits children. So public schools, land, labor, and resources. It ex exploits children, public schools, land, labor, and resources. Capitalism is in opposition to fully addressing systemic racism, climate change, patriarchy, gender and LGBTQRS disparities, education inequality, and income inequality. The final resolution said. The, Biden, the White House has declined to comment on this. Uh, but yes, that is what is going on in Colorado. Capitalism is racist, and here is our DEI socialistic agenda that we're going to now be teaching in public schools. How can even my woke brother think this is acceptable? How could anybody think this is acceptable? Because he and anybody else who agrees with it aren't educated. My sister included. But at least she admits it. Doesn't keep her from having terrible, dumb, uninformed opinions. But, you know, I've shared this before. Uh, let me ask you. Do you think the, the WB knows who Chairman Mao, who Hugo Chavez, who, you know, the original Kim, not Kim Jong-il, but his daddy, um, who Mao Zedong, uh, or Zedong, I'm sorry, who um, Pol Pot, who Lenin, he is Stalin. My brother's pretty think smart he, and he reads. I think he probably does know who those people are. But does he think he knows anything about Okay, maybe he's heard their names. What I don't think he can do is see, see the connection he, between their policies yeah, exactly. and these policies. Yeah. And not just, I'm talking about, not, I'm just using him as an example, but sorry, buddy, if you're listening. Uh, but I would encourage you to read up on them and look at what I just said. Oh, and here's the best part, Chisholm. This was th that draft that I just read. That was the final draft. They actually, somebody leaked the original draft, which included this phrase, which has drawn a lot of ire and a lot of blowback. So, but they, omit, they omitted this from the final resolution. The comments were included in a resolution produced by the union, which in one previous draft that was leaked, called to replace capitalism with a new equitable economic system. What does that mean? That's socialism. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. That's like, hey, let's try communism again. See how so this is your party, buddy. This is your party, and this is what they're doing. This is what, how they want to educate kids. Are you down with socialism, or you like your job? You like raking in that money and having the freedom to do whatever it is you want to do. <laughs> um, no kids? You're making, you're making some money? Living life? Yeah. Travel, play golf. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Turn, yeah, turn a yeah. blind eye to the fact that Colorado's going to plan on uh, teaching socialism across their public school system. 40,000 members passed this resolution. You, you know, you'd think like, oh, one school district jumped the shark and this is... No, the entire state of Colorado. F that place. Putting Colorado down right now Oh, dude, I don't know. I might have to go look for somewhere else to go skiing. Makes me question my own, like, because I don't go to California. Am I still willing to spend money in Colorado? Speaking of money, unless you have anything else on that. I think it's a good, a good direction to segue to. Texas currency. You asked me to bring this up. So. Yeah, and the reason I say it's a good segue is that that sort of thing that you just outlined 
is what's ultimately going to break our country up. And this sort of thing that we're going to talk about now is uh, definitely a step in that direction. And I'm going to be honest. I ain't against it. I'm going to ask you a question, though, before you talk about this. If Texas was its own country, would you care about the border? Would you care about that? More. You have to understand that it's not that I... I don't understand. I'm not... There is an invasion going on literally 100 miles from where you live. And And I'm not "Eh." for it. I'm saying I don't have any more mental bandwidth to let that be something that gets my goat. But when, as you just said, this country breaks up, would you care about it then? I care about it now. I just don't care care about it more about it extensively. It's an obvious problem. Like there's no substance to it. That's why I don't like it. I like having the conversations about like the political philosophy behind all of the craziness, right? And about the spiritual warfare aspect of it all. The border thing is pretty cut and dry. They want more people to come in because they're losing voters every day as people wake up. Done. It's too obvious. It's boring to me. It's boring to me. To answer your question, I think he's saying that I have, I'm a simpleton and that he's a scholar. In other words. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. We don't. That's clearly not the case from our conversations. But this is the one little thing that is that gets your goat that you need to harp on and and talk about. But there's nothing. There's no. There's nothing to chew on. We know. You know. It sucks. Mm. It's crazy. It's absurd. It's dehumanizing. It's inhumane. It's grotesque. It's a political football. And to answer your question, man, if we were our own country, it would that would be one of the primary issues that drove it. And so I probably wouldn't be something I'd have to worry about nearly as much. Mm. Okay. Go on with the currency thing. <laughs> so apparently the House has passed. Let me find my article here. Texas bill. Texas this House was news pa- to me that you just told me in the pre-show meeting. So that's right. I wonder if anybody else content. has heard about this. Lion bastard. Um, okay, Wait, who's actually, a lion bastard? We looked up. Wait a minute. Where did my article go? NBC's blocking it with their pop-ups. What the what? <sighs> huh. All right. Well, I guess I'm not going to have an article to reference, but the long and short of it is, I believe it's actually passed the House. The state of Texas has passed a bill or is passing a bill, has a bill in the works to create a new currency that would be backed by gold and silver. This is gold, silver currency bill. Um, for, and this is definitely not something that I have a tremendous amount of uh, knowledge or expertise here's one, on here's one from uh b in crypto it says texas latest to mull gold backed digital currency it was posted on may 6th the texas house of representatives is considering a bill that would create a gold backed digital currency dude so it's a digital currency first of all mm, not a fan of that but digital gold is on the rise with countries like zimbabwe moving ahead with their own initiatives blah 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 uh, Texas is one step closer to launching a digital currency backed entirely by gold. And the bill is HB 4903, introduced to the House on March 10th by Representative Mark DeRazio, 
has already garnered the support of 43 sponsors and was considered in a formal meeting on Tuesday. A public hearing will now play, take place on Monday. So there, there's the background. So I didn't have that detail. Okay, well, yeah. So anyway, the main point here is they want to create a currency that's backed by gold and silver. The Nixon administration, thanks again to good old establishment Republicans who are unipartitarian, unipartitarian, uniparty, partitarian, uniparty people, party, uniparty people. Yeah, uniparty people. Um, yeah, Nixon divorces from the gold standard. Our, our currency used to be backed by gold, uh, much of which was housed at Fort Knox. And then he was like, you know what sucks about this whole thing is it like really limits the money supply. And if we just said F it and we'll print as much money as we want mm-hmm. and claim the full faith and credit of the United States government, even though it's not backed by any kind of asset, we can make more money and we can give it away to defense contractors and pharmaceutical companies and uh, maybe a little bit of welfare and this and that and what have you. And so let's do that. And that's why, you know, stuff like, uh, awesome you know hot rod cars that cost three thousand dollars in the 70s now cost like eighty thousand dollars uh that's one reason probably the biggest so um we have been getting drunk off of uh unbacked currency ever since spending like uh wild ass sailors on shore leave um and so this proposal the texas and apparently the uh uh, Florida legislature has got going at the exact same time um, would be to create a currency that would be a Texas-based currency. It is, I guess, a digital currency. I hadn't seen that part yet until just now. Um, that would be backed by actual hard precious metal assets. Um, I find it interesting. Um, honestly, I support it. The digital part causes pause, but I didn't see where it's a programmable digital currency and there's a difference there. Yeah. Right? Maybe it is. I don't know for sure. Um, it's not apparent. In I the didn't brief. see anything in just the snippet I read just then. Right. And so the difference would be right. I mean, it's funny, right? Cause like our, our United States dollar is not already digital. Like we've talked about this something like 12 or 13% of all of the US dollars in circulation are actual cash or coins, right? 90% of all US dollars are just numbers on computers anyway, right? So you could argue that dollar is already a digital payment method, mm-hmm. right? Nobody uses cash. Hell, there are stores that aren't even taking cash anymore. Remember when you couldn't use change during the pandemic? They're phasing dirty. out change, right? Yeah, it's too dirty. So, so simply, I mean, they already could control You don't even pick account. up pennies or dimes anymore. Nickels, just like you just see them on the ground. It's like, eh, it's not even worth bending over. I still do because I refuse do you, to be. Now, do you pick up a penny? If I saw a penny, I'd pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck, of course. A penny, anyway, nickel. <laughs> back to the point <laughs> a penny isn't worth the back pain of bending over. So, if it's just a digital currency, like you know, Bitcoin is a digital currency, right? Um, and it's backed by gold and silver and there's no limitation on when and how you can spend it, then I don't see that as, as that much different than having a number when you log into your Wells Fargo or Bank of America portal and see, oh, I have X number of dollars somewhere on the internet, right? That compared to a programmable digital currency, 
that is a programmable digital currency is where now everything's automated on some crazy blockchain letter where ledger where if you buy too much diesel in any given month then it'll decline your attempt to buy some beef right right so um i like the idea of having a texas currency i like the idea even more of that texas currency being backed by precious metals um i certainly have pause about the notion that it could be come something that you could have messed with on the social credit side of things but the u.s government's gonna do that anyway so what's the matter i guess i'd rather the texas government be screwing with me than the u.s government i guess Lesser of two evils for sure. <laughs> well, in our, I think and generally, for, wait, didn't speaking, you say Florida's like doing the same thing? Florida's doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't know about the details about whether it's also a digital currency or this and that, but yeah, this country is destined to break up. It seems like that's pretty apparent for sure, man. And I thought that going all the way back to college before I knew anything about anything, dude. Um, it's so funny how you know quote unquote, I guess, liberal I was back then, yet I already was seeing and pushing back on some of this stuff. I used to joke with my roommates, uh, especially like my senior year, about how we were going to lead like a chauvinist revolution, which was a joke, right? But because the feminist thing was... But it's not a joke because masculinity is not toxic. So it's right. true. But they've turned right. it into that. Right. Because instead they want their politicians dancing around in pink high heels. So... Right. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah, we do need a return to masculinity, not just a return to masculinity. We need to turn return to male leadership, man. Mm. Like, you know, men need to be leading. They need to be leading their households. They need to be leading their communities. They need to be leading the, the spirits of those around them in prayer, in sacrifice. Anyway, um, I also had been saying, dude, I, 20 years now, I've been saying, I think that maybe in our lifetime, if not our lifetime, almost definitely in the lifetime of our, of our children, that this country will fail to exist as it currently exists. And people act like that's impossible, but it's like, dude, we, you and I were alive when the USSR crumbled. Nobody yeah. in the seventies would have thought that was possible when they were the, you know, our, the greatest threat in the world to us and the second most powerful, you know, country on the planet you know 12 15 years later they had broken apart and they'd broken apart because they implemented all the same crap these leftists are trying to implement now the only question is will we get out in front of it and break apart beforehand or will we get sucked into the communism hellhole and spend you know 50 years watching 100 million people get murdered before you know the system just becomes uh unsustainable and, uh, you know, American version of Mikhail Gorbachev comes along and says, this is a bad idea. Let's switch this up. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's going to break up, dude. It's going to break up. Anybody who doesn't believe that it can is just being blind. I, it, it just, this is not. It's not sustainable. Not sustainable. No, it's not. And, the, and, the, and it's going to be because the left is going to do something out of control, man. Like they're going to pack the Supreme Court. We haven't even talked about this. They're on a full-blown attack of the conservative justices right now yeah making up scandals you know trying to claim that somehow that you know clarence thomas is not allowed to travel with a rich guy have you seen the most recent one no they're claiming this inappropriate relationship between a billionaire and clarence thomas because he's not allowed to have friends apparently right and like 
I the saw Ted thing, Cruz said in Congress the other day, uh, the left doesn't like him because he's a conservative black man. I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's exactly why they don't like him. They call him well, an they Uncle double, they, they, they double hate him because he happens to be black, but he's also the most staunch. He's the most staunch constitutionalist on earth right now. I might get a Clarence Thomas t-shirt if they're available. I would, yeah. I would like to have like a... Well, there's just like stark decals on my back windshield of like Clarence <laughs> Thomas with his arms folded in his robe, just glaring like he does. Yeah. It's awesome. He's so important, dude. But the thing is, he's been rock solid, 100% consistent in his judiciary philosophy since the day that Joseph R. Biden tried to claim that he was a rapist back in the 90s, right? Or whatever, you know, rape isn't exactly what they claimed. Hmm. But the point is they're 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 attacking him for this ties to this this rich guy. He took him on his private jet to his private island for a weekend he and his wife. And they've been friends for like 30 years. Is it a little bit yeah, a little gray maybe? Are they raping kids on the island? Or is or is uh... That's a fantastic question. Where does Justice Thomas show up on uh Mr. Uh, Epstein's roles? You know who does? Show up on Epstein's island logs. Chief Justice Cook Roberts. Mm. He shows up on those logs. Yeah. How about that? Hey, how about that? So then the most recent allegation against Thomas involving the same billionaire is that he was, quote, the billionaire was, quote, paying for Thomas's kids' private school. That sounds a little sketchy, right? Mm -hmm. You know what? Justice Thomas and his wife, Ginny, adopted an orphan and the guy is paying for that kid's expenses as like a shared adoption. Seems like a noble thing to do. Sounds a lot different than he's paying for Clarence Thomas's natural born children's education, right? Yeah. Sounds a lot different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. I have one other thing. Point being can... the left's going to attack. Uh, massive institutions the the one we said this when rgb died and was replaced uh by uh what's her name coney barrett that this the supreme court is so important the supreme court of the united states is the last thing standing to prevent the revolution in this country and when they finally decide they can't take it anymore and they have to destroy that either through court packing or by taking out Thomas or however they're going to do Making it. Making DC a state. Right. That's when that's when the dominoes will start to fall on the boundary boundaries in this nation being rewritten. We're close, man. Question is, might, can it be, be done better. without bloodshed? Mm. I derailed I you. You were I heading just, in some direction. I just ordered uh, 800 more rounds of 6.5 Creedmoor ammo last week. Because I just got a new 6.5 Creedmoor slash 308 AR-15. It's awesome. Can change the barrels out. Mm. Badass. <laughs> Who makes that? Mossberg? Tactical Skeleton. No, Mossberg quit making ARs. I was going to say, I didn't know if they did or not. Yeah, they did because of the fear of getting sued. Ultimately. That's why they did it. Um, yeah. So the only other thing I had, and it's going back to 
education indoctrination. And I think maybe we should try to get this lady on the show. She'll come on. I'll track her down. Um, her name is Jessica Tapia. She is a was a high school teacher in California that was fired for telling parents that their kids were transitioning behind their back. Fired. Lost her job. Yeah, I saw that. Thanks so much for joining the, the program. Um, why did you decide um, to tell to inform the parents? Um, yeah, great question. You know what? It really comes down to the fact of the matter that no no teacher should have to lie to parents really about anything. No teacher should have to lie to their students about anything, and really, no teacher should have to lie to themselves and you know deny their own beliefs and morals to save their salary. Yeah, and so they fired you as a result of this. What did they say? Right. So they um, essentially presented me with three directives that um, I voiced to them. I, I could not comply with because they were against my beliefs. And so that's when they said, well, then we'll hold a religious accommodation meeting and see if and how we can accommodate you. And so I went through the meeting. They um, questioned me up and down, left and right on my faith. And at, at the end of that, they decided we cannot accommodate your religious beliefs. Therefore, we're releasing you from employment. They are not your kids, Chisholm. They are ours. The state of California. The state of Colorado. It's McKinney, Texas. Illinois, New Jersey. McKinney. We just saw it this past week. Hate Slate. Like, what my kids' principals tweeting out. What the Frisco principal tweeted out. All of it coordinated. Yeah. They're not your kids, dude. Biden said it last week. Uh, there's no such thing as someone else's child. They're our nation's children. It's everywhere. Yeah. You're just cringing because you're just like, yeah, this just sucks because it is. What do you say? It's uh, <laughs> it's the thing that we have to fight against, you know, and I tried last week. Um, I, man, maybe he doesn't care because he doesn't have kids, right? But I, I go back to like, the WB and and my WS and and I'm like I wonder this like uh, my mom doesn't have a kid in the school system anymore so does she have a clue I mean she she doesn't right she doesn't it's, it's amazing how at the local out of side out of mind dude he's left us to push this kind of policy and then you you know you're never gonna see it talked about on MSNBC or CNN right. If it's addressed at all, it's flipped back around. Fox and, and friends, and, by the way, of course. And, yeah, it's addressed as a somehow the Republicans are making it out to be. You know, it'll it'll be addressed as like don't say gay bill, right? Which of course we don't. Right. Don't say gay bill. Didn't say anything about gay. Didn't say the word gay. Certainly didn't say you're not allowed to say gay. So they just they just ignore it and they let this. Rev it's a it is a revolution. They are doing again what Mao and Lenin. And all these a-holes did, which is corrupt an entire generation of youth with a false religion, really is what it is. It's a false religion, right? And what is what is the religion though? That the government it's the religion of the government or yes, what? Yeah. Exactly. It's the religion of government. But I mean that's that's exactly what it is, dude. It's the idea that uh the individual 
is subservient to the collective. And then therefore the only way to govern the collective is through the government. And that is where all power derives and where all meaning comes from. And that is why, as we've always said, Marx said, can't have God. God's not good. Can't have grace and forgiveness because that undermines the, you know, revolutionary spirit. All you can have is the government and everybody exists for the collective instead of for themselves and their families. Right. That's another thing is you can't have a family, right? Because if you have a family, then you go to your family when you have, you need help. You go to your family for guidance. You go to your family for an understanding of the world. Can't have that. That ties you to the old ways. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why Mao used the term, the four olds. Have we covered those while you're doing while you're looking that up. Here's a headline for you from May 5th. UT Austin endorses polyamory. Polyamory? I mean, I know what polygamy is. Polyamory is, I had to look it up. Polyamory is just having relationships with more than one partner, sexual relationships with one, with one, that, well, more than one partner at the same time. I guess polygamy is more than one wife, but it's basically. Right. Uh, yes, and the university's Gender and Sexuality Center provided students with resources on starting polyamorous relationships. Yeah, you heard of a thruple, right? <laughs> UT Austin. Go out and screw as many people as you want. You've heard of a thruple, because right? Thruple, a thruple is a new buzzword. Oh, yeah. Thruple? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's when three people are living together as a three, three-headed relationship. Thruple. Oh. Instead of a couple. Oh. Yeah. Thruple. Big deal these days. The four olds, Chairman Mao during the Cultural Revolution, uh, I think circa 1950-ish China, uh, which gave rise to the Red Guard, which were children who were snitching on their parents and even killing uh, killing their parents and teachers and stuff. Mm, 1984. Four olds were the things that had to be eliminated during the Cultural Revolution, and those were old, old ideas, old culture, old habits, and old customs. Where do those four old things come from? Where do they come from? Yeah. Where does a child, a youth, get old ideas, old cultures, old habits, from and old customs? Parents and grandparents. Bingo. Community. So what's the first thing you got to do if you got to brainwash a whole group of children into a new revolution? Community is also a big part of this. That's changed drastically mm-hmm. from the time that our parents were kids. Like... This is true, but what 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 has to what do you have to do if you're going to have a brainwash in a generation or two into abandoning everything their parents ever thought? You have to indoctrinate them and basically segregate them away from their parents, right? Hmm. No, we done. Feels like we're done. Why do we always end on a high? <laughs> Why do we end on the most depressing part of the show? We should go back to some uh, KJP audio to lighten everyone's moods here. But uh, yeah, it's depressing. But uh, all I can say is, dude, I don't think that the I don't think local elections are being stolen. I don't I don't think that they are. I don't know. Hope not. So go vote. We lost ours. Make a difference in your community, um, because as we've outlined from. California to Colorado to Austin to McKinney, it is everywhere, everywhere. And it's, and it's organized. Like, why are those two principals in different school districts tweeting out the same article 
at the same time, like people need to wake up. And and you did make a good point. Like the WBs, WSs, they don't have any skin in the game. Your mom doesn't know because she her kids are grown. Now she's worried about grand. She should be worried about the grandkids, though, right? Like she does have skin in the game, actually. But um, okay, well, that's gonna do it for episode 125 chisholm think of something lighthearted and warm to send us out of here buddy because i got nothing for chisholm cook i'm cable smith thanks for tuning in and we will see you guys next week the holy spirit is moving in this country and the gifts are starting to appear yeah,